What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kinda Funny Games Daily for Thursday, September 12, 2019. Hold on, I'm fighting through a sneeze. It's not going to ruin the intro. Get through it, Greg. I'm one of your Get hosts, Greg it. Miller, alongside Forbes, 30 under 30, a.k.a. the second best baby who's in San Francisco, a.k.a. the verified one at Tim Yetis. Let's him host. Feels How like it's doing? been a long time since we did been this. A while yeah. without you, my friend. Don't remind me of Andrea. I know. Did you see the, the subreddit? They had that. Oh, yeah. The subreddit today had the Her thing with the kind of funny games logo and then Andrea and the other car and the car is pulling aside. It's amazing. What a moment. It was what a moment. I forget. Oh, my God. You kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How you doing? You did good. Yeah, I liked your little speech. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah thank you very much. Yeah, you thank know. you for mentioning it's me. One- oh, no. Legitimately. Well, you, you, uh, for a second, you saw me freeze. I was like, wait, oh, what is he joking on? I was going to tell. Oh, yeah. I think I had two name drops. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, you're the reason this thing exists, right? Because you were like, we got to do the show daily. And I was like, yeah. nah, I can't do the show daily. And you're huh? like, yeah, you can. I'm like, nah, I can't. And I was like, yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. Here we <laughs> are. You, know, you got to do it. <laughs> I'm some episodes you know, in. I mean, I, <laughs> that's the thing. Look, like, I mean, you made you made it happen. And as if there wasn't the most alpha mood move happening right now, you made me change my glasses. I, I did. You know it. what I mean? I did. And now it. I'm going to leave my spare glasses here so that I can wear them all when I'm a show with you. Although they don't look that different. They camera. look different enough that we don't look like the same know. person. We look like the same person when I wear the other ones. Kevin, do we look like the same person when I wear the other glasses? No, you guys look totally different. Tim has blonde hair and... Got him, dude! <laughs> you got him! Ring him up! You know These what things I mean? will leave soon enough. <laughs> yeah, how much longer you gotta wear them before you get back to your contacts? Know. Okay, well, I didn't, well, it wasn't supposed to be sensitive it's, it's subject. It's a sore subject. I, you, you said it. I was just bringing it up. You look great in them. Tim, don't I do want to buy. Don't I need new glasses, and I'm obviously going to stick with the black frames. I don't want and you to lose your eyes. I know. I, the problem with these is that I don't think these these are just different enough now. No, Last time I wore them, remember I blew out the blood vessels in my eyes like that time I played That's Destiny true. for 12 hours. So yeah. let's try to end this show faster. What? Wait, I'm sorry. You blew out your eye vessels because <laughs> you were wearing these? Yeah. I don't know. There's something like, you know, like you don't wear glasses, I guess. To no, me. never. I've got perfect vision. Like it, even with uh, the same prescription, there's like a little adjustment period between glasses. So you're supposed to ease in. This will be an hour of easing in. It'll be fine. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, today we're not talking about my glasses. We're talking about Nintendo's Nuva Ring, uh, Death Stranding being everywhere, and more because this is kind of funny games daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show. Patreon.com/slash kind of funny games. You can give us your questions, comments, reviews, and every. Thing you'd like to see us discuss under the video game sun, then tune in to watch us record the show live, twitch.tv slash kinda funny games. If you're watching live, you should go to kindafunny.com slash you're wrong. Tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kinda funny games, roosterteeth.com, thank you, Kevin. and thank podcast you. services around the Bring globe. It up. No. There was a lot of Side like you know like the you know like the side cutaway drawings of like vaginas there you don't want to see that I know what it was drawings huh drawings drawings. are fine it's educational yeah that's what you say what's the nuva ring what do you mean that's what I say we'd be fine we'd be good that's what we said and then uh, what smiley and uh, right yeah when old uh, the let's play logo was fucking that kind of funny face yeah it was was not how are kids gonna learn about fucking oral sex if it's not from two logos fucking Uh, housekeeping for you. Number one, I fucked up Comic Cast as usual. <laughs> I was listening to Comic Cast live today, right? To get us back on track and everything. But mm-hmm. it turns out, somebody pointed out on the subreddit yesterday, I never put up the thing where you submit your reviews for us. Mm-hmm. So we're going to combine that into that. I'm going to explain it today. Still going live, patreon.com slash kind of funny. But you're going to sit there and I'm going to play Borderlands. And I'm gonna, you're, in the beginning of it, I'm going to put up all the posts for the next Comics Club so I don't fuck it up. And everything's going to be fine. Okay. Thank you to our Patreon producers. 
patreon.com slash re-retro replay. Nope, that's all nope. wrong. Let's try all that again. You understand what I'm saying, though? You gave me a look and you threw me. So patreon.com slash kind of funny. Comic Club today live. It'll be up there later for people. The Nuva Ring is what threw That's me. still throwing you. Oh, it's yeah. a joke. For Nintendo a has a new v- r- ring, but a new like ring. loop. Patreon.com slash kind of funny. Really we'll explain. We'll, watch, we'll play Borderlands and we'll talk to each other. Uh, thank you to our Patreon producers. Patreon.com slash re-retro games. Blackjack, Mohammed, Mohammed. Today we're brought to you by Hymns, Manscaped, and Quip. But I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Rope Report. Time for some news. Four items on the Rope Report. Oh, so many noises. Well, and I'm st- the, the and, you know inside. It's still trying to make me sneeze, and I refuse. I refuse to sneeze in the show. I understand. Don't sneeze. It's a sneezeless show. Right. Thankless job. You're gonna explode. That's true. Ate a lot of wings last night. Andrea leaves. Five minutes in. Here's where we're at. Hey, man. How are we going to... You know what? Wrap it up. Number one on the Roper Report. Nintendo's got a brand new bag. It's Ring Fit Adventure. Of course, last week we saw them show that ring with the Joy-Con strap to it. Everybody's like, what? Today they explained it. I'm going to read a very long press release because it's got a bunch of details in there. I'll skip around a little bit. There is a trailer up. Kevin, I don't know. Would we get claimed if we show it while I talk? It's Nintendo, man. Let's not try (laughs) Got it. Um, You can watch the trailer somewhere else, but let's read from Nintendo's thing right now. A new type of adventure game is headed to the Nintendo Switch system on October 18. One that incorporates fun new accessories that turn real-world movement into in-game actions in a quest to save the world. Nintendo just revealed a new video that takes a closer look at the new experience for the Switch. In the Ring Fit Adventure game, players explore an expansive world, battling enemies along the way using real-life exercises to perform in-game attacks. The new ring con and leg strap accessories that are included with the game respond to the player's real-world movements, allowing the game to turn them into in-game actions, like jogging in place to move your character through the world using the attached leg strap, or squeezing the ring con and turning the strength exercise into powerful attacks. Bye! Playing the game daily, players can regularly work out various parts of their bodies. With additional minigames and workout routines, Ring Fit Adventures is a fun experience for players of various skill levels and lifestyles. We're going to skip the quote. We don't care about that. The adventure mode featured in Ring Fit Adventure takes place across 20 different colorful worlds in a quest to take down Dragow, a giant chiseled dragon with an ego to match his oversized muscles. Jog, sprint, and do knee highs in real life to travel through the world and use the ring con accessory to perform different in-game actions like jumping, hovering in midair, or steering a raft on a river. Ring Fit Adventure turns a typical adventure game on its head as players squat, press, and flex their way through challenges designed for a wide range of body types and levels of fitness expertise. Uh, To play the game, players attach the Joy-Con controllers from their Nintendo Switch system into the included accessories, one to the Ring-Con and one to the leg strap. The the leg strap is attached to the player's upper left leg, while the Ring-Con is held in both hands. The Ring-Con is a flexible electronic device that provides resistance and uses the Joy-Con to respond to the player movements. Ring-Fit Adventure can be adjusted to the player's level of skill, so even if players don't have experience with fitness, they can change the exercise intensity to suit their ability. This will let them continue every day at an activity level that is comfortable for them. 
throughout the adventure, uh, enemies will appear ready for, ready for battle. Players can attack and defend using more than 40 fit skills, which are exercise moves, if you didn't have an idea of that. Uh, the game provides direction to players about how to perform movements correctly in order to deal damage to the enemies. Actions that player performs in-game uh, will earn experience for their character, which levels up boosting stats and unlocking new fit skills that can be used in battle. New fit skills. Exactly. Adventure mode is designed as a natural way to keep players motivated to play and get exercise regularly as they progress through the game world and defeat enemies. Outside of the main adventure, quick play is a mode to go with them and do all the different stuff there. Um, other modes are simple and set. Offer a, a simple let's players choose workouts. It's mainly the RPG we're talking about. The game even includes a silent mode uh, for people who live in an upstairs apartment or don't want to make a lot of noise. By activating this mode, jogging style ex exercises are swapped out for ones that are a little quieter, allowing players to keep their legs active without heavy impact on the floor. How does R that look? Yeah, probably just shuffling, just okay. little, shuff little shuffles. I don't know any workouts. Uh, MC Hammer shuffles, I don't know. Moonwalking, just moving yeah. your legs somehow. I think it's just moving just your knees. How would you move just your knees? Are you just doing squats? If you're an audio listener, Tim. Oh, okay. Okay, like a touchdown dance. Ring Fit Adventure, which includes the game and ring con and leg strap accessories, will launch for Nintendo Switch on October 18th at a suggested retail price of $80. To get an in-depth look, go over here, blah, blah, blah. Tim? What's your take? I just texted Gia okay. a link to this video. Sure. And I said, skim this. Give me your initial reactions as a fitness provocateur. She does, she does Orange Theory. She does a lot of fitness stuff. She's okay. fit. All about it. Um, I'm not. <laughs> She's fit. All about it. Uh, this is very interesting to me because yeah. it's classic Nintendo. Doing something different. Weird doing something weird. Doing something that's trying to tap into the mainstream. But that's where I think that this product isn't going to find its success. Mm, okay, why? Uh, we've, we've seen Labo recently yeah. kind of come out and be another example of Nintendo trying to trying to do something that's different, that's not what the quote-unquote hardcore gamer would be looking for. And I think that they found enough success to chalk that up to like, yeah, we did it. Wasn't we fit levels of success, but I don't think you can expect that anymore. Things have just changed. Sure. Specifically, on my wrist right now, I'm wearing a device that many people have at this point, the Apple Watch yeah. or some Fitbit or some type of smartwatch is much more commonplace than than not, I would argue, um, at least in a lot of different areas. Um, and that the whole sole purpose of those things for many people is fitness, is gamifying fitness. Yep. Jen, does it, Jen does it well. She does the competitions with her friend Allie that she's always comparing stats with people. And like that is when you watch the Apple events that their entire focus is like how to how to make fitness fun and all yeah, that. Yeah. And how to I save your life. Like that guy that, fell down, dude, and it called the cops. There we go. Yeah. There we go. How to save a life. The fray. Um, then you look at Nintendo and it's like back in the, the Wii days, that was so different. It was like, oh, all these people playing video games for the first time that haven't ever played video games. Let's give them something. That the Wii infiltrated, right? The Wii got yes. into my mom's living room, which yes. is outrageous. I couldn't believe she wanted one. The Switch now, I feel, has infiltrated in a different way where I think that a lot of those people have grown up, or if they're already grown up, they've grown into video games yeah. and now are used to playing things that are more traditional, gamey, and whatever. Seeing this seems like what seems like the natural progression for Wii Fit for those gamers that have graduated to being a bit more into gaming. Yeah. However... I feel like this is going to be one of those things that kind of fails on all fronts. Yeah. Where it doesn't look like it's going to keep you fit enough, and it doesn't look like it's going to be fun enough as a video game, especially with the price tag of $80. Sure. There's going to be the success stories. You can already see it happening. That there's going to be the people who get it, use it, and then put up the thing that they lost 80 pounds, they're down 50 pounds, they did it every day, did this whole thing. Mm -hmm. I'm with you that, you know... 
personally, I look at it, and I, first off, I know I need to exercise more, right? I look at it, and I'm like, okay, interesting. Uh, I do like gamifying exercise. I do like the idea of driving me for it. The problem I have with it is that I don't look at my Switch that way, right? Like, I tweeted a joke, but a real one of, like, if this had P- PlayStation trophies, I'd actually, maybe I would. I, I think I said I'd look like Terry Crews, but, like, maybe I'd actually give it a more of a shot. I get it. I look at it, but, like, am I really going to wake up every day to play this weird adventure game that doesn't look that intense like it's just tricking me into working out which is fine and i if you just need some motivation to sweat in a good way that's the way to do it i guess i think the problem there though is the tricking you into working out would be putting this in a zelda game yeah you know what i mean like but then then everybody would be pissed right of like this isn't a zelda game that's where the tricking would come into play this is an active decision that you need to make yeah and that's why i think that the gameplay from what we've seen doesn't look intensive enough and interesting enough to motivate us you know and will it motivate the the people of the world that did play we fit daily and or that's whatever. well that's the problem is i and i again i know that it's going to be successful in the way of there's going to be people who put it out there i've lost less weight and more power to you if this is motivating you to get off the couch awesome the switch to your point is not the we the switch has infiltrated i but i would say it's infiltrated for Gamers like it's it's got Nintendo back in after the Wii U and even the Wii to an extent. Stick with me. Gotten it back into the living room and active playstyles of what you would consider a hardcore gamer. The, the gamers who would listen to this and go to an IGN and all that stuff. I, my mom didn't buy a Switch. I think it's more that people who maybe skipped the Wii U. See, but maybe a your mom didn't buy a Switch, but Shari got a Switch. Okay, and Shari like was like big uh, into Wii. It was a Wii person. Gotcha. And gotcha. not Wii Fit, but Wii. Okay, you know, and like I feel like everyone's. I, during the college days when we were there it's like she didn't have we fit but her friends did yeah, yeah. you know and it's like, yeah. I think it's that type of thing where it's like it it has gotten people it's just not the same amount of people so we're starting to talk about more and more niche groups and that's where like Labo comes into play it's like they didn't need we fit numbers of course they'd want them yeah. but I, I'm sure that their their targets were much smaller 100%. with an understanding of like we're we're trying to do something different that is kind of aiming at the more preschool area of kids, which is something that the mainstream gaming market hasn't ever targeted. We see, what's the name of the thing? The, Leapfrog. The, Leapfrog, yeah. It's like, there have been attempts, but that's totally outside of traditional, the traditional gaming. gaming. Whereas this is a, the clear message to me of what they're trying, who they're aiming at, and they're aiming at people that are, already have smartwatches. That, and that is correct, right? I think that is the big part of it with, uh, you know, when Jen doesn't hit her rings, right? She will stand up. We w- she will go. And when it's like, you could do, you can c- complete your rings if you do a 30-minute brisk walk. She's like, oh, I'm going to be back. You know, you know, well, she forces me to go too. But we walk around, the, you know, and I do it. Like, I feel like that's where this would fall into. If it is a, oh, cool, I need to do something. I already have the watch on. It's telling me and I'm not hitting it. I like having it on. It's like when Gia got addicted to Disney Emoji Blitz, and it's every 20 minutes you can play another couple rounds or whatever yeah having it on you allows you to do that yeah when it's like oh i need to make time mm-hmm. for my little ring con adventure yeah move the coffee table out of the way and get there and do this and you're telling me this thing's gonna work well watch That's that trailer. Thing. yeah watch yeah, that yeah. trailer and tell me this is gonna work well yeah, yeah it's not it also like it's just that ridiculous thing i remember when i woke up uh, last week and they had dropped this trailer or when it was starting to break on the internet the teaser of it it looked like a joke Mm-hmm. It looked like somebody was jo- made a joke about it. Right? And that's Nintendo, man. Yeah. And, and and with that statement, this is not for me. And I don't think it's going to be a mega blowout success. I yeah. do think it's going to work. I do think that there's going to be an audience for it that buys this. Um, I think $80 is not the right price point. I think that's going to drop pretty quickly. Um, does it come with a Joy-Con, did you say? No. No. Okay, so that's, yeah, I mean, people have It, it comes obviously. with the Ring-Con, the leg strap accessory. 
and the game ring fit adventure that's yeah. all that's all it is yeah i don't know i think it will find its niche and i think that niche will be enough for this to be chalked up to be a success to nintendo because again they just have the infiltration of the market of how many switches are out there yeah there's a lot of them believe it or not I wasn't going to put uh, the Ring Adventure game here too high on the or the old uh, Roper Report, but so many people wrote in about it, yeah. and I, a lot of them have just asked the same kind of questions of what we thought, but Borzin, double zero, right? Good morning, Greg and Tim. Ring Fit Adventure has been revealed, and it looks dope. The antibiologist. So, Ring Fit Adventure is the new, really odd Nintendo product, but this one actually looks fun and cool. People, now here's the thing. Yeah. I think I, I get what they're reacting to, and I agree with them that it looks at least like a video game. Yeah. It's not just a fitness kind of uh, tech demo, right? Yeah. Like, when you look at the graphics of that, it's like, oh, it's impressive. Nintendo even made it look this good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And put this much care into it. We have two questions about it, though. You ready? Mm-hmm. BJ writes into patreon.com slash games and says, do you see this ring con being used for other games? Say, Mario and Sonic at the Olympics 2020 or steering for Mario Kart? I mean, I do. And really? I, I, yes, because and maybe not those specific games, yeah, but but it like you say, thing like, is with the, with Labo and Labo? and then with Labo turning into the Nintendo VR stuff. Like VR modes are in almost every core Nintendo first party title now, in some way or another. And mm-hmm. I think that that's going to be a if not mandate going forward, it's definitely going to be a goal for them to be like, hey, we're at least going to have these modes if there's enough people to. That that's the thing get is, it. It, I mean. For well, there the to VR be, thing, think um, about the VR. Like, ha, did that many people like with the way that we all talk about Nintendo's VR? Yeah, do we think that that many people but got it, that? Is that, stuff? A, is that a chicken or an egg thing though? Was that did they put it into those games trying to sell you on Labo? I, I mean, I feel like it's kind of backwards if you're going to do that because those things came so much later. Like mm-hmm. those all came; those experiences kind of just slowly rolled. I mean, like Smash Brothers though. has it's a VR mode. Why? <laughs> to try to get you to go buy Labo. Yeah. It works. It does the exact same thing I want PlayStation to do with PlayStation VR. PlayStation, I'd love to see them add it to PlayStation Plus, right? And so that eventually you sit there and you're like, fuck, I got six PlayStation VR games I've downloaded. I don't own PlayStation VR. I'm going to go buy it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they want this where eventually it dawns on somebody where they're playing Smash, they're playing Kart, they're playing whatever, and they're like, fuck, a lot of these games have a VR mode. Might as well. How much is it? Oh, it's on Black Friday for this much? Might as well pick it up. How, does it have a library? Oh, it's got a library. Yeah, I think that's. It's different though with Nintendo and PlayStation VR. PlayStation VR are have dedicated VR services where they're trying to make game experiences be mm-hmm. valuable, real things. Sure. Whereas Nintendo VR kind of just seems like a weird labo thing. Yeah. Which it's like okay, I, I, there's just a incongruence with the products sure. when it comes to the VR modes, where it's like cool, but like that development time probably would have been better. But imagine if you were someone else. who was, say, obsessed with Smash Brothers. Yeah. You played it all the time. Mm-hmm. And no matter, you just sat there and ate up these stupid spirits they put out. You yeah. did everything. You played it all. And eventually, and now maybe not you, because you're, you know, bitter and jaded now that you got glasses. But a kid's there, and he's loving it, and he's playing it, and they're over and over again. And finally, they look at themselves and like, you know what? Like, I got this thing. It's got this VR thing. I'd love to see what that's all about. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Like, like, even as a dumb kid. Like, that's one of those things I feel like I'd read through the bullshit. I'm just like, what is the VR mode is the first question. You can YouTube it, see what it is. You're like, oh, this sucks. (laughs) You know what I mean? Fair. No, 100%. 
Gia, Gia writes in. Everybody, we have a, we have breaking report here from one Gia Tap Harris. So Gianse. I was like, I sent her the thing. I'm like, what do you think about it? Got reaction. She goes, I think it's awesome. And I go, here would go. you actually want to try it? She goes, no, never. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, workouts aren't challenging enough for me, and the gameplay is childish. But I think it's great for the other direction, for gamers who aren't very active but are interested in being so. Um, plus, I'm good, not good at like red equals this action, orange equals this action, because I don't play games. So that would be distractingly hard for me. All right. Well, there you go. Yeah. It's going to fail. G just predicted it. Yeah, dude. Wow, G. It's your bad. You know what I mean? Uh, Nanobiologist asks, Greg, will you uh, give this a shot to replace your Beat Saber morning workouts? Uh, no, because I've fallen off the Beat Saber train in December and never got back, or January, and never got back on. And that's embarrassing. And, and do on that. top of that, I feel like Beat Saber is a perfect example of it melding well. Where yeah. it is, it's gameplay people are interested in, and it's helping you. It's not kind of doing both things poorly from what this looks like. Number two in the Roper Report. There's a lot of Death Stranding content out there today, folks, if you didn't know. Uh, first off, a seven-minute briefing trailer dropped. It's one giant cutscene that's in the Oval Office, and I don't want to spoil too much about it. Before we even get into all this, my favorite thing about it. Sure. All of Death it, Stranding? Yes. Okay. About the TGS Death Stranding stuff. Yeah. It's Kojima straight up in an interview was like, hey, if you're in, just play the game. All the stuff that we're showing is for the people that still don't get it, that need to hear more, whatever. Just go in. Just go in. And I love that. I appreciate that. I don't think that we've ever really seen that before from game developers. Well, I saw the reactions yesterday on Twitter when Kojima was like, hey, we're showing 50 minutes of gameplay, right? We're doing this, all this stuff. And I saw so many people go, oh, I think it might have even been like Blessing, who was just like, ah, oh, man, like, uh, that's cool, but I kind of wish we didn't know. I don't want to know anything else about it. So it's awesome that they are opening with that. And honestly, that's where I found myself in this weird position of... I woke up this morning and I was like, I do not want to watch 50 minutes I'm not of gameplay. This. Yeah, no, I don't need I'm to. Very interested in Death Stranding and I want to know if it's good or bad about, on my own accord. Exactly, exactly. But if you want it, yeah, seven minute briefing trailer, Norman Reed is talking in the Oval Office, uh, more story explanation of what exactly is going on in this world. And then, yeah, 50 minute uh, gameplay video that out that is in Japanese. Uh, I would recommend if you want to know more, PlayStation Blog has a breakdown of it that is just GIFs. Of, so it's like a bunch of different bullet points Smart. and gifts on it and stuff. Um, I have I pulled two bullet points from it. I'm reading through and make sure I don't think they're super spoiled. But no, again, I mean, it's fine. Like, this type of stuff. Okay. I'm saying I don't want to watch it. No, I hear you. While we're pretty sure you, and this was about like, oh, you'll you'll find clues from other people in the world. While we're pretty sure you won't be bumping into direct contact with other people, con- contact with other people in this world, it seems you may come across the things they've built or left behind. These are cl- the there are clear signs of other travels like yourself using equipment to cross gaps and scale mountains, making you the benefactor of their generous intrepidness. Be sure to leave them a like for their troubles. It's not yet known what purpose that serves, but at least it will make them feel deservedly appreciated. <laughs> Very much so there. That's smacking of Dark Souls, right? Or Demon Souls or whatever. Of seeing the little note, the little yeah. thing of like, oh, somebody came through here and did it. Kind of mixed with Journey, though, in a way. You know, just the kind of like, they're in the world, and then like they can come in and out or whatever. Well, you're not going to see them, though, right? What was it? We're pretty sure you won't be. Yeah, it's uh, it's the normal thing with all due respect to the PlayStation blog of them writing like they're an IGN. Like, well, you work for PlayStation. Don't you, you know? know? Don't you know? And yeah. like, yeah, we're pretty sure you won't be bumping in like pretty. I mean, I understand. Again, Kojima probably not telling PlayStation everything either. And I understand whoever wrote the article at the PlayStation blog also being like, whatever. But it's like, so you're saying it's like Dark Souls where they're leaving notes and stuff. I'm not going to bump into Is Are we getting into a No Man's Sky situation? Kindofunny.com slash you're wrong again if you know more about us or more about this than we do. Um, the other bullet point I thought that was interesting. 
Given the responsibility placed on Sam's shoulders, both literally and figuratively, because one of the big things to come out of all this, right, was in fact uh, videos of you're getting ready to go out on your mission and putting shit on your backpack and Sam moving all around to like counterbalance the weight and stuff. And then he has a hoverboard and all this, all the different ways you can drag and move your cargo and shit. Given the responsibility placed on Sam's shoulders, both literally and figuratively, death straining encouraged moments of tranquility and recuperation. We see Sam taking some time to rest in the grass with with prompts for him to massage his shoulders, stretch his legs, or sneak in a quick nap. He'll stop to play a tune from a quest-given harmonica or bathe in a recharging spring, prompting the BB to respond with appreciative coos and likes. I can't wait for this fucking game. What the They're fuck taking is the, game? the best feature from Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, the crying baby. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know what? We're modernizing. We're gonna it. make it cool. We're gonna make it cooler. We're gonna make we're, it. Cool. We're gonna make them cool. Yeah. Um, cool one thing I said, and again, uh, PlayStation Blog, I think would give you the best look at this. I know you don't want to see stuff, but like this. I mean, I'm, I'm surprised seeing stuff. I don't. I'm need surprised a deep how much dive. it looks like Metal Gear Solid Five, right? I'm happy. Me too. But it looks like iDroid, right? Where you're you're fucking yeah. around, putting all sorts of different stuff on you and uh, adjusting it. One question from Jason. Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games. With the recent videos of Death Stranding, I feel like this is a clearer look at the gameplay loop slash critical path, but online, I see people are still confused by it. Is that because, out of the AAA landscape, this is the first high-budget game in the survival genre, and that doesn't vibe with people? Or is it the mystery of this game is not, as, is not compelling enough? Since most game saves are mostly about combat slash big action, I find this type of game fascinating and unique among its peers. Um, yeah, the loop's getting there, obviously, right? And again, the 50 minutes you can go watch of Death Stranding gameplay is very much like, cool, load up for the mission, walk around, carry your shit. It isn't like run and gun, solid snake stuff. And so I think it's the juxtaposition of those early trailers where when we saw, you know, like the invisible people floating around Norman Reedus and people shushing and the thing on your shoulder, it was very much, I think, we assumed it was going to be we're picking up an AK and going after these things. And as we get to now, we're going to rub our shoulders or stand or sit down to pee, which I saw was the other one. Yeah, right? yeah, so yeah exactly. Drink the monster exactly. energy drink. Drink the monster energy drink. I think it's a no. It's a weird Kojima game, and it's, I think there's. I, a, I think this is the Kojima game. This yeah. is the, the all out as weird as possible. Exactly what he wants it to be, without any pretense, without any prior characters or story or anything it's just we're let's just do what i want to do right now and i think that's hard to explain to people because i think it's hard to explain to him like i don't think that he really has a grasp of exactly how to talk about this game and i think he does and i think he doesn't want to i don't know man I, I, really think this, I think I think I mean like you look through the, and I've because I've paged through the or page through I've scrubbed through the demo right now and i'm doing it again right and i think you see the sneaking you see the movement it's just a he, I, he, the strands that connect us and shit, like that's obviously speaking to what you're seeing already. With all right, first off, the literal thing of you're seeing the strands and the things from different yeah. people in the world, let alone the fact that it is Sam going around and trying to reconnect the America, right, through the strands that connect all those different people. I just think that you know, there's there's multiple translation issues going on sure. where obviously the Japanese to English is going to be complicated when Hideo speaks the way that he does. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You add on top of that the translation between what the words he's saying and what he actually means between strands and bridges and all this. So, yeah, okay, yeah, but yeah. what are you saying? You know? Yeah. And I feel like if you were to, like, put it through a couple Google translators, I don't know that you'll ever get there of, like, oh, that makes sense. I buy that. But I don't know that the goal is having something that's easy to understand. Hell no. I, yeah, I think yeah. that the goal is having it just be this weird-ass, like, no matter what he says to explain what the game is, people will be like, I don't know. And you're either in or you're out. 
and I feel like November is going to be really interesting to see where this game kind of hits. Like, are there surprises that we straight up don't know where everything changes and it's fun and cool? Is this game ever going to be fun? Doesn't look like it. You know, like that's that's the thing to me where I'm like, do games need to be fun? We talked does, about this. Yeah. Does this game that is probably going to be 50 hours or whatever going to be like, what is it going to be? <laughs> It's us delivering it, it, stuff, not, connecting like, America with Johnny Appleseed. But it's like, but with that, it's like, okay, if this game might not be fun, is the story going to be interesting? Is it just going to be a lot of, like, menial tasks that you're doing? Is it just going to be the survival aspects and it's like, hey, it's surviving in this weird world? Is that enough? I don't think I've ever seen a game that has this many questions that I have. Where, But I, this is going to sound so stupid, but I love that. Yeah, I'm happy this game hasn't been spoon fed to us. I'm happy I don't know every system in this game. Personally, for me, the mission of we're trying to get from east to west and reconnect America and turn on these things and get everybody communicating is enough that I'm like, that's a really cool idea for a story in this weird post-apocalyptic world. I'm interested in that. How the fucking other dimension and the B, the BBs and mm-hmm. people being out of their bodies but talking to you and Jeff Keighley. I, like, I don't know how all of that gets wrapped into it. And like, like, even in the demo, right, there is combat in this demo. There is combat in this game. I don't know how much of it's combat versus how much of it's just yeah. walking and trying to traverse things. Like, it sounds super fucking weird, and I'm in for that. I'm with you. I just think we've already seen too much for it to be just a total, like, I don't know what we're getting into. Okay. I know enough of what we're getting into that makes me feel you like... You know enough that you know we don't know what we're getting into. <laughs> exactly. It's like, it, it's it's a weird... It's Kojima. Whatever. It is Kojima. It we're, is Kojima. We're super close, so... I know. That's it's ridiculous. Game. This game exists, and it's coming out this year. That is ridiculous. I cannot believe that when you stop to talk about, like, how close we are to it. You know yeah. what I mean? Because this is one of those games that, like, I would say even a year ago, we would be sitting at this table having conversations of, is it a 2019 game? Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, two your wrongs that are pertinent to this conversation right now, and it shows you why this game is so confusing. Nanobiologist says, from Games Radar, uh, you can see traces of other player, equ- uh, other players. Equipment from other players can appear in the environment at random. While you won't see them directly, you will see traces of them via their footprints. So expanding on what we already read from the PlayStation blog. However, then to the extreme writes in and says, IGN's article on Death Stranding said other players will appear as white ghostly apparitions that can throw helpful items at Sam. So there you go. Probably a little bit of the same, but who knows? Who the fuck knows? We'll see what happens in November. Also, I feel like I was doing so good at keeping on top of games coming out. And now it all fell apart. I feel like I have like three or four games at home and I'm like, oh God, it's too much to oh, play. I mean, hey, that happened in the last week. I know. It's good. Number three, Dauntless is leaving early access. Uh, Phoenix Labs announced that Dauntless will be launching out of early access on September 26th, ushering in a new era of the ever-evolving behemoth slaying co-op action RPG on Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and PC. September 26th will also mark the beginning of a new chapter in Dauntless with a major new seasonal expansion. Ether? Aether? Aether. Aether Unbound. Aether. Mike says it. Great ether. Ether unbound. Why don't they just spell it like normal, you know? The update will bring an all-new weapon, behemoth, hunt pass, bounty system, and more to the game. Phoenix Labs prides itself on transparency and its attention to player feedback, the latter of which has informed many of the game's extensive iterations, from combat and progression to the experience, world, and story. With its most recent update, which introduced loadout, saved loadouts, a crafting UI overhaul, improvements to transmogs, and a new exotic weapon and more, it has prepared the ground for this official entry into 1.0 on September 26th. You can read more about it, obviously, over there. I know so many people were into Dauntless when it first launched. I'm still interested to play it but i want to wait till switch because i feel like that's a better mm. switch game mm. for me so cool stuff. There. yeah but it's borderlands Greg. that's the problem that's oh, yeah. why your games are you're good and now you're not good 
Well, yeah, but I mean, that, oh, yeah, yeah there were so many things stuff. coming in the very front, and then Borderlands dropped. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I can't even start some of these because I don't yeah. want to get into it. And then, you know, it's, it's it's crazy out there, right, guys? You should feel sorry for me. It's like <laughs> Celeste Chapter Nine's out. Yeah, I know, right? And I was like, fuck, I have to beat that. Yeah, there's other games though. Number four, this is just a neat Fallout 76 idea, something you don't hear me say all that often. I'm reading from the Xbox uh, post, but this is available for everybody, I do believe, because I went to Bethesda and checked, and I know it is. Uh, You never want to have a dirty house when guests are visiting. The same should be said for when citizens begin returning to Appalachia uh, with Wastelanders, a massive free update to Fallout 76 that will fundamentally change the Wasteland this November on, they say Xbox One, but it's everything. It's dangerous out there, and you don't want them to get spooked and leave right after they arrive. That's why, for the next six weeks, we'll be hosting a series of community events and challenges focused on cleaning up Appalachia. From September 10th through October 23rd, Xbox Live Gold members, and this is everybody again, will receive special rewards just for taking part in Project Clean Appalachia, including the return of fan-favorite events like Meet Week, new hairstyles, and player icons. Community challenges will also have stretch goals, which will have their own set of rewards. All stretch goal requirements will be unlocked as challenges progress. In addition, there will still be ongoing sales in the Atomic Shop, as well as a free weekly Atomic Shop item. Get the full schedule events and challenges below. Uh, I pulled just week one here, so September 10th through September 16th. Weekend event, double XP weekend across all modes, the 12th through the 16th. Then the community challenges, clear the skies, this is the 10th through the 23rd. Take down 100,000 Scorch Beasts with the community. Uh, uh, reward, meet week, will then return September 26th. Then stretch goal number one is a Scorch Beast player icons. Uh, number two is curly bun hairstyle. Number three is full meet week returning. Atomic Shop uh, freebie will be the tripod floor lamp, and the sale item will be the Summer Atom bonus bundle. You follow me on this being a cool idea? Yeah, definitely the Meat Week part. The Meat Week's huge. I yeah. love Meat Week. I like to think it's Meat Year around here. That's yeah, why yeah, I do. Yeah, you know too. what I mean? Me but too. in general, I, I jokes aside, you get it? Do you think it's fun? I mean, it, it's cool. It's like this. This here's my thing. To yeah. me, this is non-news. Where it's like, oh, I said it was a fun idea. Yeah, yeah, totally. But this, like, these games better have these things. That's the whole point of them existing. Right, I think so many games do it, not wrong, but not like this. Where it's like we are, uh, we know how many people. I mean, myself included, are excited for the November update when they drop the NPCs and there's you know actual quests again and shit like mm-hmm. that. I'm stoked for that. Now they're like, all right, cool. We know so many of you are waiting to turn on the system for that moment. Start coming back early. Start getting back in the flow now. Okay. Start doing other stuff. And that's my thing. Is that's like, cool. I think I have a. I do think you know when we were at E3 before they even made the announcements, I turned on Fallout 76 that day and started playing. I was like, oh yeah, this was cool, and I'd like to get back to it. Then deluge of games, right? I tend to get back in November, so right now, legitimately, I'm like, well, sure, once a week now, I got to turn it on at least to get the the free item, right? If I ever plan on coming to Fallout, why wouldn't I do this? And again, it's Borderlands week, and there's not a chance in fucking hell I'm going to play this for double XP. But if they do that throughout and further on as we get closer to November, yeah, I'm going to pop back in and hopefully hit up Grimecraft and be like, drag me through a bunch of missions and give me a bunch of XP. Yeah, it's a cool reason to get you to turn it on before the big event. Mm-hmm. And I like that they're, and I also really appreciate the tongue-in-cheek way they're doing it. Of it's this cleanup. Let's clean up. Let's clean up. You know what I mean? Because clearly everyone's shit's just overrun, and it's not like you're actually yeah. going to change the environment. But it is a get back in here and idea. learn how to play again. Thank you, Tim. Thank mm-hmm. you for justifying me. You're welcome. Uh, one piece of breaking news. This comes from Nanobiologist. Break me off. Verifying a piece of that Kit Kat bar. He says Jeff Keighley has tweeted that the Game Awards will happen December 12th, a Thursday. Oh, a little man. bit later in the month of December than usual. Usually that's our first. I think that's because of how the days fall. First Thursday. This oh. year. Here we go. Jeff Keighley's tweet actually has a note. Would you like me to read it? Please do. He says, see you on December 12th for the Game Awards. Then he shows his little uh, iPhone notepad. Over the past eight months, I've quietly traveled the world to talk with creators who inspire me. When we sit down, I ask a simple question. Why do you keep creating? 
No matter what happens in our lives or in our world, the act of creation is a deeply personal, spiritual, and fulfilling pursuit filled with sacrifice and challenge, but fueled by the opportunity for impact. At their best, games make us feel alive. Today, I'm happy to share the date for the Game Awards, Thursday, December 12th. This year's show will celebrate the act of creation as I turn the stage over to a group of visionary teams selected to share their new projects with you. I'm honored to be given this platform to celebrate our shared passion on a global scale. You'll hear much more in the coming weeks about our plans for the fifth anniversary show. It will be very special. Jeff. Hell yeah. Interesting. Very exciting. This year's show will celebrate an act of creation as I turn the stage over to a group of visionary teams selected with you to share their new projects with you. You think it's the normal world premiere, world I think exclusives, so. or do you think I it's mean, going it, to be a different, I think like, more be, deeper dive? I think it's going to be themed a bit differently, you know, like mm-hmm. they'll like they'll name drop creator a lot. Okay. Um, but otherwise, it's going to be kind of the same thing. I just think that it's a much more exciting time that we're heading into with next gen coming. Sure. Of course. You think so, we get some of that in there? I think we might. Mm-hmm. I think it's time. I think we might get some Watchdog style action where we see a game, but there's not really mention of what system it's on. But we can all kind of use our noggins to understand. Okay. You get what I'm saying? I, no, I, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. So that's what I, that's what I think we'll, we'll get. I also think we'll get the final Smash Brothers character announcement for the Challenger pack. Who do you think it's going to so, be? So, I don't Just know. Just give me you, you know. Crash Bandicoot. Know. Sora. Ryu Hayab- Hayabusa. Reggie. Tetris L Block. That'd be huge. They're crazy enough to do it. Here's the thing. Last thing I'll say about Smash Brothers today, I promise. Sure. It's not true. Internet Explorers has a bit. Um, I don't need need a Tetris character. Okay. Why don't we have a Tetris stage? I agree. You're fighting. The blocks are falling. The music's playing. Hire me, Nintendo. Kevin, have you picked back up on Tetris 99 since the DLC and the challenges and all that jazz? Nope. Okay. Fair enough. Tim? Yeah. I'm excited to see what happens at the Game Awards, but December is still so far away. If I wanted something more infrastructure, more pertinent, more pertinent, like say what came to the mom and grab shops, where would I go? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. December, not that far away. When he said December 5th, I was like, man, he said eight months. I'm like, December 12th. I was like, eight months? No way. Like, you haven't been doing shit for eight months. The, the Game Wars just happened. I'm like, oh, man, no. Game Wars happened a long time yeah. ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, out today, Agatha Knife on PS4, The Sinking City on Switch, Sydney Hunter and the Curse of the Mayan on Switch, The Tenth Line Special Edition on Switch, Ritual Sorcerer Angel on Switch, Space Intervention on 3DS, okay. Super Dodgeball Beats on Switch, Battle what? Supremacy Evolution on Switch, Escape Mouse Gun on PC and Mac, Super Dodgeball Beats also on PC. Um, Simple Railroad PC and Mac. This is the Police 2 is now out on iOS and oh, Android. God. What? That sounds scary. I bet, I bet cool Greg will play. Overcooked DLC Carnival of Chaos is now available digitally on PS4, Xbox One, and Switch, and PC as part of the Overcooked 2 Season Pass or separately for $5.99 US dollars. New dates for you. Ghoul Britannia, Land of Hope and Gory, a point-and-click adventure where Brexit triggers the zombie apocalypse. Wow. Written by Broken Sword writer Jonathan L. Howard, shambles to Steam early access for Windows PC and Mac on October 9th. That's a fun idea. Gwent is coming to iOS on October 29th. Killer Queen Black is coming 
October 11th for Switch and PC. Fuck yes, it Can't is. Finally, did you see the trailer? No, I didn't bother. Awesome. I mean, I know. So in. cool. Trailer does such a great job of showing what the game is. Introduces all the different characters and classes. Yeah. The differences between the arcade game and mm, this console one, I love. Yeah, yeah. It's going to make it so interesting. The one piece of bad news that okay. I'm not liking, okay. that we're getting conflicting information on, um, but we'll see where it ends up, is it's saying that it's only four players per Switch. So if you want to do eight players, so yeah. 4v4, uh-huh. it requires two Switches. Yes, which 100%. Is, is what, oh, you, yeah. You're saying on a TV you'd want to do a local eight-player? Yeah, I see why not? You know? I think it's rare. I think for them, I bet it's processing. I bet it's screen size. You have to, it has to work in handheld. Handheld would be nightmarish, right? If you had, I guess no. It'll be, no I mean, fine. You're, fine. you're fine. You're fine. Yeah, yeah. But the, so the, the thing, and games work differently, docked versus undocked, right? So it's like, it could just be a docked. Sure. You can do this. Um, Smash Brothers has eight players, and it's the same idea of it being one screen, right? Sure. I, but they're saying there's some legal thing with it, which doesn't make any sense. I, I expected it to be that way. I'm, we'll I'm totally stoked. For I didn't mm-hmm. watch the trailer because as soon as I saw it, I immediately responded to the email and I was like, "Can we get ten codes? <laughs> we oh, need, we yeah. need to play this as soon as possible." That's four v four. I know, but I'm trying to cover like gotcha. the contractors too. Cool. Uh, Let's sing country. will release October 25th uh, at play, on PlayStation 4, Xbox at a, It's gonna be. Let me let's just read what they wrote because it doesn't make sense to me. Let's sing country will release on October 25th and can you find it your favorite retailer on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Or exclusively a GameStop for Nintendo Switch. Ah, okay. Now I'm caught up. Sorry. So there you go. Basically, there's a country singing game coming October 25th, and I've spent too much time telling you about it. Deals of the day. Uh, Canarium. Conarium is uh, free right now. Conair, the game? Yeah, I wish. Is free on Epic Games Store until the 19th. However, more interesting is that then on the 19th to the 26th, it looks like the free game is a lot of Batman games. Kevin, can you click on that? Uh, they it's like the epic teases what comes next. Oh. It's so they put it up and it's Batman and then a bunch of different Batmans over there. So it looks like you might be getting like oh Batman, Lego Batman, the other Lego Batman, uh, Arkham Knight, blah blah. It's like I don't. It's, it's there's a little bit of scuttlebutt if you're interested. Okay. Uh, click on that one to expand. It says there, Kev. There you go, and then show that off there. So yeah, you oh. see what you got. Arkham Asylum there. You got Knight there. You got the car there. You got Lego Batman two. Yo, I'm down. Yeah, one with his wings spread, I thought was two. That's one of them. I know, I'm saying one. I know, I see him. I know, buddy. I'm not saying you don't see him. Well, you know, I just I'm saying there's multiple Batman then. All right. People so like we'll Batman. see what happens. You can find out. <sighs> That's what I was trying to figure out. It's, it's so. It looks. No. If you could. Is there a way for you to zoom in? It's Lego, right? That's what it looks mm. like to me. It's Bat Week. It's like Meat Week. Bat week, bat week. <laughs> it's time for reader mail. You can write into patreon.com slash kind of funny games where you can get the show ad free. And speaking of ads, this episode of kind of funny games daily is brought to you by manscaped support for kind of funny games daily comes from manscaped. Who is the number one in men's below the belt grooming manscaped offers precision engineer tools for your family jewels. Mm-hmm. Very good line. It's so it's good. a very good line. Have you started manscaping with this yet? I haven't started yet. Yeah, because we've had it. You've talked to me before about your bad experiences. Yes. I don't need to know about them, but you tell me about They're them. They're bad, Greg. They're real bad. They've been bad. I've always often had issues when it comes to the manscaping stuff. Has that stopped me? No, but now I don't need to deal with that stuff anymore. That's why I start using this. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin safe technology. So this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Mm-hmm. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. And you don't use the same trimmer on your face as you do down there. That's dirty and nasty. It is nasty. Manscaped also has the crop preserver and anti-chafing deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why not be putting the deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Get 20% off and free shipping with the code games at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the 
the job, your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code GAMES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code GAMES. games, mm-hmm. games. Up next, it's Hims. And Nick and Andy noticed their hair was thinning, and they decided to do something about it. They went to 4 Hims is a wellness brand for men that helps you deal with all the awkward problems you don't want to make an appointment to talk about. 4Hims.com is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness, and more for men. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims is helping guys be the best version of themselves with licensed physicians and FDA-approved products to help treat hair loss. There are prescription. These are prescription solutions backed by science. Uh, Hims was created by a guy who knows some mel- men's health conversations are easier online than in person. No more awkward in-person doctor visits or long pharmacy lines. For Hims connects you to real doctors online, which can save you hours, and it's completely confidential and discreet. Answer a few questions, and a doctor will review if they determine it's right for you. They can prescribe medication to you to treat hair loss that's shipped directly to your door. My listeners can get started with Hims Complete Hair Kit for just $5 today right now while supplies last and subject to a doctor's approval. See the website for full details and safety information. This could cost hundreds if you went to a doctor or pharmacy somewhere else. Go to 4 slash games daily. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot slash games daily. 4 slash games daily. And final, it is Quip. The best way to ease back into your post-summer routine? Start it before September ends. Mm -hmm. Simplify the morning and evening now with a simpler electric toothbrush from Quip. Nearly everyone at Kind of Funny uses Quip. I just took mine to Dallas, came back. I had the travel kit on top of it. That's you great. were up in Tahoe. Tahoe. You're you there. You didn't even that. have battery. You had no power for a little bit in Tahoe. But didn't I matter. Brush my teeth. Didn't even matter because you got it. The, Two minutes, the baby. Battery in there. Every two minutes. Four quadrants. Thirty seconds. You get that little vibe. You get that vibration. Boop, boop, get that boop, vibe. Boop, yeah, it's you over know, there. You know Knocking the plaque up. off. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's doing that. It's telling you how to do it. Getting even clean. Most people don't brush their teeth evenly or for the full two minutes. I know I didn't until I got the quip and I was like, now two minutes is a lot longer. It feels a lot longer than you expect. I not But hey, it's more time for you on Twitter. Reddit. It's great. Yeah. Uh, brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist recommended schedule every three months for just $5. A friendly reminder of when it's time to refresh and stay committed to your oral health. Uh, those are just some of the reasons we love it, of course. We'd love to know yours. Let us know. Uh, that's why we say it's good for you and a perfect for getting you back into a routine. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash games right now, you can get your first refill pack for free. That's your first refill pack free at G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash games, games, games. Tim, give me some of that reader mail, Greg Let's Miller. start talking about something I know you're enjoying, Gears 5. Woo! Parker Petroff writes in to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames and says, Greetings, Greg and Tim. For the last year, Fortnite has been on top of Xbox Live's most played games listing. In that time, we've seen Apex Legends, Red Dead Redemption 2, Call of Duty, and more released, and none could topple the juggernaut, which is Fortnite. However, a little-known title called Gears 5 managed to be the first title to beat out Fortnite in over a year for the number one slot on the most played games listing on Xbox Live. Do you think the success of Gears... I'm sorry. Do you think the success Gears 5 is seeing is because of it being on Games Pass, or was it just released at the right time? If you believe that Gears 5's success is because of being on Game Pass, is this the first time we will see... We are seeing... Microsoft's vision of how its subscription-based business model will work in influence subscriptions. I think it's yes across the board. Yeah. I think that it is number one because it is essentially free. And I feel like the only way you're going to beat a free-to-play behemoth like uh, Fortnite is to have games be accessible to as many people as possible. Sure. Especially games as high quality as Gears 5. Yeah. I go into a lot of detail about this on uh, the Gamescast we recorded yesterday, which will go live for Patreon users on Friday. Everyone else on Monday. Um, but Gears 5 is such a ridiculous achievement 
for what Xbox Game Pass can be. It is a fully featured AAA game from a first party that has substance, has style, has presentation value. Like it's almost unrivaled, and you can play it for two dollars a month if you strike at the you right get the, time. You get the deal, right? Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, for me, from what I've seen over the last year or whatever, the Game Pass has existed in the way that it does. Um, there's always deals. There's always something you can get in and be able to just play because they want everyone in now for when the next console comes out. People are used to it, and that's just how they play video games. Gears is the first time that we've seen one of Microsoft's first-party titles come out, available to everybody, and just it works. Sea of Thieves, Crackdown, State of Decay, those are all minor titles. They're right? double-A. They're, they're, right? Yeah, they're double-A from first party which kind of made the game bass thing of microsoft coming out and saying we're doing this that was one of the to me the biggest days in gaming news that i have i've ever covered yeah when yeah. xbox announced that it i had to reread it over and over to be like there's no way that this well, that is was right. a big question right when it was like it, everybody's like all right cool state of k forza that's now what about gears what about halo and they're and like, they're like that, gears and, halo. Yeah. and that's it man gears halo like the halo's gonna come out and it's gonna be the same thing it's gonna be number one and yeah. that's insane you have nothing to lose you have nothing to lose you should be playing this game these games and the to see gears and how well they did it and knocked it out of the park like i am so close to finishing the campaign and it's such a great time did you play solo or did you play with people solo Gotcha. Just solo, yeah, and I'm loving it so much, and I just I'm constantly blown away by the quality of the game. And you'd think that the Game Pass stuff might take away from that, right? Where they're like, oh, we can kind of cut corners here and there because people don't in need a dark to world, buy I guess, yeah, 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 right. Yeah. That's not the case yeah. at all. Well, I think and that, and I think I mean, it's it's um it's what you're talking about. It's the confluence of a bunch of different things coming together right it is the idea that it's this amazing game on game pass i think it's this amazing game period it's this ip and franchise that people adore right so i think you have it hitting on so many different fronts of the people who do only play gears and halo buying an xbox one for this buying going buying the ultimate collector's edition whatever i don't i don't think that that's the case you don't think well i don't i'm I'm, I'm saying it's all this coming together okay i'm not saying that i'm saying it's that teamed with the xbox game pass people whoever i like games and i have an xbox and i have this thing going it's teamed with the people like me of like i don't even have a soft spot for gears but i know i need to play every gears i'm going to play this gears like i think that's the deal but it's so easy for me of game pass where it was that i you know we got codes while we were at pax i didn't even bother redeeming one instead i just came home and went because i knew i was gonna get home on release date and went to game pass and downloaded it yeah yeah i know it's it's just a crazy time we live in i'm very interested to see how this influences others sony in particular because you know we're gonna see a a hit of sales from gears 5 because of this and i'm very interested to see what that looks like when we start seeing these numbers come out where does it hit on the npd list next month but that is well yeah that's interesting i know it doesn't matter with, no, the, yeah, with yeah, yeah, the, yeah. what they're building because it's not gonna it's it's gonna be interesting more than anything the spin and i have the spin the reality of it but how xbox messages this of yeah. it won't be gears 5 sold blah blah, blah. it's gonna be gears 5 had this many had active played players by whatever yeah, yeah they, totally yeah, exactly but i'm not talking about my xbox i'm talking about when npd we, and yeah, everything else NPD yeah. and stuff it's like where's it gonna hit because gears i when this happens and i'm sure someone you're wrong or something will help us do this if we don't like get it ourselves uh we should compare it to gears 4 Okay. When it came out and, and where that hit on MPD and all that. Because, granted, I think Gears 4 and 5 are kind of in different places. 100%. I think there's a little more hype for 5 than there was for 4. 100%. Um, but, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's fantastic. And, it, like, being a Halo guy, not a Gears guy, and to see Gears succeed this much. Gets and for me right? to be this hyped, I'm so excited for, for Halo now. All right. 
Nerd Cadet writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says, What's good, Greg and Tim? With recent news that Marvel's Avengers DLC heroes will not just be simple reskins of the core game characters, who would you want to see join the team? With already confirmed Hank Pym and not 100% confirmed Ms. Marvel, uh, it seems like we'll be getting a good variety of heroes. Plus, it doesn't hurt with the direction the MCU seems to be going in the future. Hmm. So, they add more heroes to this uh, Crystal Dynamics Avengers game. Who do you want to see? Spider-Man. I was going to say Spider-Gwen, right? Yeah, yeah. You think that's that possible? Do you think Marvel games gets in the way? Not in the way. I shouldn't say that. But do you think they're like, we don't want to confuse that. We don't want to, you know, make it think that Spider-Man's in Spider-Man. Spider-Man from PS4 is going to be in this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clearly we still need to know more about this game. I think that, I agree. That, that, that's We my had problem. a long discussion about it yeah. on Gamescast yesterday. Patreon.com slash kind of games. Is I, I just don't, I don't see them being able to keep it limited. The only way this game succeeds is if they just constantly are adding new characters that have different abilities that are unique, not just skins, not sure. just kind of like, oh, they play just like How them. How constant is constant to you? Um, quarterly. Okay. That, okay. Quarterly of substantial packs that are not just Three a characters. character. Three characters at least. Okay. Four would be nice. Five would be ideal, I think. Yeah. Like, give people enough content. Like... The thing about this game, we go into it a lot on Gamescast again, but uh, I really feel like it is speaking to people like me that don't normally play games as service, but if I'm going to, it's going to be for the Avengers. And because of that, they need to make sure that it is knocked out of the park from the beginning. They yeah. can't, you, yeah. We can't have the issues that Anthem had. We can't have the issues Fallout 76 had. It needs to be yeah. Division 2 from the beginning for this franchise and the, there needs to be constant things to come back to so it doesn't feel like you fall off and are like, oh well I'm going to play whatever new game comes out. You need to get hooked on this thing that you don't know that you love. Yeah, and, Interesting. And I feel like with that, they need to have unique. You heroes. need the you need the heavy hitters, right? Like you need heavy hitters. The, yeah, and that's you the gotta question. Get Wolverine of, in there, man. You that's just ha- the question you of like, well, how are they handling mutants in their universe? How are they doing this? I mean, here's the thing: they have to handle mutants. Like the the MCU comparisons and all that stuff. It's like they, these games, if they want to be different and not be compared to the MCU constantly, they need to do things the MCU doesn't do. Yeah, currently, not yeah. planning. I know that mutants are going to be in obviously. MCU at some point now, but it's like they need them now to show like this is different, and that's why you look at Ultimate Alliance. Granted, that's a property that existed before that already had that kind of connection there, but you need the X Men in this, or at least key X Men, the X Men that have been Avengers. Yeah, which you can argue any way you want. You know, it's it, it, what gets interesting when you start wrestling with this and what they're doing is I'm sure I'm at Marvel Games. I'm Bill Roseman, right? I'm sure as we give out these titles and these IPs and start making these games, we want them all to be as unique as possible. And so I'm not even talking about Spider-Man being in it. I'm talking like, what is separating, and I know this is a somewhat dumb question, but stick with me. What is separating Marvel Ultimate Alliance and Avengers? I, that's a really good question. And granted, I, and obviously gameplay, me. this, that, the other, like it's not, I get all that. But I mean like, in terms of what are the rules for characters? Because Ultimate Alliance is literally whoever the fuck you want. And I'm obviously not literally, but they've already announced like they have an X-Men pack coming. They already gave the, you know, X-Men or uh, Wolverine and Cyclops. Uh, it's Marvel Knights next time. And then it's Fantastic Four down the line, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, cool, there's all these amazing expansion packs coming that really are the comic book universe. But what is the Avengers game universe? Does Spider-Man exist in that universe? And not even not even PlayStation 4 Spider-Man. It, it, I mean, I don't think it should be. That Spider-Man. No, I don't think so either. There was they a time where I wanted it to be that. No. From what I've seen in this Avengers, I'm like, I don't want like it to that, be that Spider-Man. What a clusterfuck that would be of like, all right, cool. So then 
if it's been five years without the Avengers, what did that mean for Pete? And where did that just doesn't make sense? And yeah. that's why you don't want to do that. You don't want to tie people down. Totally. But in that same breath, then okay, cool. I'm. I would imagine as much as I want the X Men in there, I assume somebody's Marvel games has somebody working on an awesome ass X Men game. So like, do I want to put them in there and have that moment stolen by DLC for this game, or do I want the X Men game to come out and fucking dominate? And I and I'm these are like it's us being fans versus them being business people versus developers wanting to work on different projects. Yeah, I mean, I I just feel like you can't think about other projects when it comes to this game. Like this game, it's going to live or die on committing to itself. Yep. If it's going to be the style of game that we are led to believe it is from leaks and things that we've seen. Yeah. yeah. Right. If it was a 15 hour narrative campaign in the style of Spider-Man, then it's like, no, keep it, keep it small, keep yeah, it tight, yeah, yeah. keep it focused. Right. But if it's going to just be this expanding thing, that's just content, 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 kind of grind wheel shit. Yeah. You can't worry about what other people are doing. You need to make sure that this game is no, constantly crushing this thing. Yes. Crush it and give people what they want. Otherwise, why, what are they playing for? New Captain America fits. Great. Oh, Tim, you're so jaded. I'm not jaded. I'm realistic about this. EJ stuff, writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says, Is anyone excited about Resident Evil? The Resident Evil Project, whatever. See, I don't even remember the name. It's a 4v1 game. Remember how well that worked for Evolve? Or whatever that game was called? He saw it Evolve. He's really mad. I feel Capcom was on fire until this point. I feel Capcom is just throwing their money away. Uh, they put out a new trailer yesterday after Kind of Funny Games Daily for Project, Project Resistance. Resistance. That's what it's called. Uh, wh- where do you come down on this? What's it doing for you? Andrew and I talked about it a couple days ago on the show. But Did you watch the trailer from uh, yesterday afternoon? Uh, not it's not the teaser where okay, so I saw the teaser and then I saw a little bit of the gameplay. Okay, but I don't know if it was a trailer. Was, uh, Kev, I'm gonna toss to you. It's a 247. If we could mute it and just put it up, right? Trailer. Sure. We'll talk yeah, over right. it because yeah. it's interesting. It is. It, well, I mean, like the trailer itself. Hold on, oh. control. Because you know me, love Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. Right. So like when this dropped and it looked like that kind of, I was like, huh. Okay. Okay. Evolve. I think the problem with Evolve, as I've talked about many times in these shows, is Evolve got tuned to the weeds. Mm-hmm. You needed a real team. You needed to actually know your roles and play with that. I feel that from what I played of Predator, that doesn't seem to be the case. Friday Thirteenth wasn't that case, and this I don't think is that case. So we're playing the trailer right now. We'll talk over it as we go as these teens are walking around battling all sorts of stuff. Right. Yeah. You're at this uh, top secret experiment, but here you go. You see, and you start going through it. Healer support. There's tank. It's the classes you'd expect for these things. I think this, from what I'm seeing of the students or people, the kids, doesn't seem to be so complex as evolve. Mm-hmm. Healer, no big deal. A tank, it's no big deal. It's more like like playing Mario Kart, and everyone has different stats. Okay, you know what I mean. Yeah, but yeah. it's like it's not. That different, You're, yeah. It's yeah and it's, that here, different. here they start going through the survivors, the four survivors they have, and showing you each one of them having a skill, right, of what they're able to do. Like Mario Kart Double Dash is more apt, sure, where you sure, have different sure, sure. stats and cool your item changes or whatever. Right. But like. Cool. So you're you're going around working together. together. It's There's the normal stuff you'd expect. One guy gets attacked by a zombie. Another guy comes over and hits him to get the zombies off. Two people shooting the same zombie. Everything's going well. Somebody's in a bear trap. Somebody's going to come over and help them. In a second, we're going to get to where it's like now. Yeah, here. You, each has their unique skill, right? Mm-hmm. So here's where you see it. But it's not again evolved thing. Like all right, Tyrone's the tank. He has reduced damage. Valerie support. She can heal survivors. Um, Samuel damage. Use powerful melee attacks. Um, and then finally, January, she's a hacker. She can disable security cameras. Because remember, this is asymmetrical gameplay. Four of you, one. One of you is the mastermind. So watching the four characters, I get the idea of like, cool, not as complex as Evolve. Seems yeah. like it could be fun to jump in Which now and run around. Exactly. Here's where they lose me. 
The Mastermind. The Mastermind doesn't look fun to play for Greg Miller. Mm-hmm. Mastermind, as you go, impede the survivors' escape, and it's them placing zombies and traps and stuff like that. And it's like, uh, I don't like that. I like being active in Friday the Thirteenth. I like being active in Evolve. Turn off. The I lights. like the idea of this though, like because okay. I like the idea of there being rooms. And again, this is not Greg Miller me, saying this, I don't this like game. It. Not for me seeing this, but I feel like we already knew that. Yeah. But I like this idea of the Mastermind thing of how it works, where it totally is a different gameplay style. Yeah, but it's just one gameplay style that if you want to be the but mastermind here's where you go. guy you, you can control zombies directly eventually it'll show you running around as uh, mr x I, I think that this is a cool take on this style yeah it's gotta uh, be different right yeah you can't make the exact same but thing here when i look at this it's like what does this cost mm. you know i think it doesn't that look that's, like a six dollar game to you it, oh definitely not this I looks agree. like a free-to-play game something like somehow oh wow you think free-to-play yeah i'd say 30 I think they, i think they could get away 30 for it now granted this is a first blushing at a game that's not out yet so we'll see but yeah i don't know it's a game that just it doesn't do it. It's got an idea that's close to me. I'll be interested in for it. Uh, they're beta testing it in Japan in October, by the way. Um, I'm gonna look for it, and I'm gonna interest. I'll be interested to play it. I hope we, I, we get to play it at some press event or something like that. But yeah, I'm not interested who, in playing it. Like yeah. I, I will for Are a you party mode in or stream or whatever or anything like that. Right? No, right? Uh, not really. Yeah, and I feel like out of all of them, I I would probably rather Predator over this even. But oh, like, yeah. I just love this engine so much. Like I like seeing games in this engine. I like seeing different styles of game in this engine. Sure. And I, that this looks different than any of the REs we've seen so far. Like there are different elements to it. And I think that it's really cool that Capcom is pushing that forward. Yeah. Like Try it's unbelievable that RE seven, RE two, and DMC five and this game are all in the same engine. True. Final question of the day is inside baseball and comes from Doing Okay, who writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games and get, says, Do you think putting KFGD questions behind the Patreon paywall has helped or hindered the show? I assume it's made things easier on your end, but I feel like we keep hearing from the same people these days, and I just like to get more opinions from those that disagree with you. Oftentimes, the YouTube comments veer into insult territory, but there's also some legitimate constructive criticism buried underneath it. I feel much of this is rarely discussed. Just my two cents. Love you guys, and get that you need to incentivize people to join Patreon. When we originally, with uh, January 5th this year, moved uh, and, you know, uh, recalibrated all the Patreon tiers and put reader mail behind there, that was a big concern for me. That it would get stale, that we wouldn't have enough questions, that it wouldn't, they wouldn't be good questions. And in fact, it's been the exact opposite. Putting them behind has uh, brought in, yeah, of course, it's, you know, you see nanobiologists pop in, you see EJ pop in, you Pokemon see CEO. Pokemon CEO, you see different people, pop, the same kind of people pop in throughout the week, but they're all asking intelligent questions yeah. about the day's news, which is actually the, not the, a full blown opposite. We had great questions before, but we also got a lot of bloat a of like, a lot of questions. What's your Desert Island game? Getting, yeah, that, that was the problem is a lot of the stuff wasn't really focused on the topics that are going on yeah. then. But also it'd be a lot of duplicates. Yeah. And it would also be a lot of things that it was hard to find the best phrased version of the same question. Yeah. Whereas here it's like it's a lot easier to kind of look at it and be like, cool. And to your so I, I would say that the the quality's great and I also think the people who are writing in every day get it of like uh, they obviously right I love it when when you see most of the reader mail in the Roper report that's how the show I feel should work absolutely that's the point of it Gamescast is the broader discussion this that and the other um, in terms of you know uh, YouTube veering in insult territory of course it's it's crazy over there but we look through everything we see the comments yeah. there I see the criticism there I'm on Reddit multiple times a day I see every thread there even if I don't respond to it. I'm on Reddit. I'm on Facebook. I am looking at every YouTube comment for any video we put up. I yeah. see it. So it's like I'm taking in the criticism. I'm taking in everything yeah. that, that we're getting there. And we kind of like act on all of that. And there definitely is constructive criticism. And we aim to fix things or like at least 
look and adjust sure. um, based on all of it. But I, I agree with you that I think that uh, this change has definitely given made the shows better. Like they, the, the people that are writing in questions, I feel like have learned how to write questions that for the show they're that, writing that, into, right? Yeah, exactly. The kind of funny podcast questions have been fantastic lately. Yeah. the ones I've been bringing. In. I have a whole bunch that I keep holding over now, week after week, because the one question would be so good that it, you know, delays the others. Mm-hmm. It's time to squat up. This is where one of you writes into Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games, giving your name, username, platform of choice, and why you need help in a video game. I read it here. The best friends come and find you. Everybody plays games together. Today, Matt Penza needs help on PlayStation Four. His. PSN name is R1S3 underscore Duval, D-U-V-A-L. Parentheses, I've had it forever and it doesn't make sense, I know. You can change it, but I also understand you've had it forever now. Uh, Borderlands 3. Hey, KFGD crew, my PS4 friends aren't getting Borderlands 3, and I can't squad up with my Xbox friends who are getting the game for some time. So, I was looking for some best friends to play with. I will be playing day one, no doubt. I live on the East Coast and can play after work anywhere between 4 and 10 p.m. most nights. Hit me up on PlayStation 4, R1S3 underscore Duval. Thanks. Duval. Duval. So, if you want to play with Matt, hit him up. Uh, we have a required reading for you today. Interesting read, and uh, as usual, a great piece of journalism from Jason Schreier over at Kotaku. The article is Inside the Ghosting, Racism, and Exploitation at Game Publisher. Now, is this Nysalis? Nick Alice? How would you pronounce it? Nysalis is Nysalis. what I thought I've it was. seen them all. They've published a whole bunch of different games, um, indie stuff uh, like uh, Binding of Isaac and whatnot. Uh, great read from Jason. I mean, horrifying read from Jason of like some of the stuff that's going on in there in a fucking really bad culture. So give it a read. It's one of those things, as usual, the, you know, I, I thought about it. It didn't make Roper report because do you know they, they're talking about a very specific person there that I personally didn't know. And I don't think it's like big enough in the gaming world. The news is blah, blah, blah. Yeah. the news you need to know. I, and, 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 and the take would be the normal take, of course. Right. Don't be a fucking racist. Don't be horrible to people. Be a better person. You know what I mean? Like, don't stand for that shit. Amen. Time for your wrong. This is where people watching live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames go to kindoffunny.com slash wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up. Um, there's a bunch of stuff in here. I was trying to clean it up as I went, but like some of it's just goofy people being goof goofs, you know? Mm-hmm. You ever get a goof goof? Uh, Malcontent Ronan says, important note on RingCon. Does this even work with Switch Lite, which lacks the Joy-Cons and TV mode? Strange timing, given that is out on Friday. Uh, I would 100% say it does not work, right? I didn't do any research, but if you can't get the Joy-Cons off, I would just assume no. Yeah. Yeah. I, but like Nintendo's never cared. No, Nintendo, Nintendo don't care. Uh, the this is from Nanobiologist. The Yakuza Remastered Collection Day One Edition for PS4 is up. This is the deal of the day. Best Buy, sixty bucks. Uh, Mikey O says clarification on Epic's Batman logo. The image used for the Epic Games Batman tease is a game-focused version of the eighty years of Batman DC slash WB has been using on multiple forums. So maybe you're probably getting one of those games, not all of them, which sucks. Nanobiologist says with the switch light you can use extra joy cons to play oh so i'm sure that you can but, but you I, can't put it on tv you can't put it on tv yeah, so yeah. it's gonna be real real tiny so tiny but then you can do the cool knee dance oh, here we go breaking news this is from zaire breaking news for, and i have not verified this but i, uh, I did that's right it's, it's okay nitomata on twitter says super nintendo world will open spring 2020 at universal osaka a few attractions uh, and interactive elements have been confirmed a mario kart ride yoshi's adventures magnetic wristbands you can keep high scores throughout possible switch integration are we going uh, that's what i'd so. go to yeah i mean they're gonna open stuff in florida and also, I just want to have well. fun times with you, but you don't want to. I get it. No, yeah, reason. no, yeah, no I really want to go. I want to go with Gary, though. I'm sorry. You're going to what now? Me and Gary are going to go. We already have plans. 
What, how, how did this happen? Uh, when we talked about all this stuff, when it was like leaked, but now it's official. But just you and him, nobody else just, can come. Just me and Gary. Seems rude. You can hang out with his daughter. All right, she's actually the coolest wit. Oh, well, Leah's pretty cool too. Yeah. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that is kind of funny games daily. Uh, tomorrow, Tim will be back to close out the week with me. Remember, if you want to be part of the show, patreon.com slash kind of funny games. You can watch it later, youtube.com slash kind of funny games, roosterteeth.com. You can go to podcast services around the globe, get it wherever you want to. No, until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.